There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is the nastiest thing you found in a hotel room? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer. Now, I'm, I don't want people to get too nasty because remember, it's like it's a radio show. That's nasty. It's nasty. Uh, but the reason I'm asking is because uh, a Reddit user by the name of Henry River uh, took a picture of what he found when he lifted the lid of his single serving coffee machine in his oh, hotel room. Say toilet. No. Um, and what you what he was greeted with was nasty. Now, there's a lot of speculation about exactly what is going on in this particular coffee. Okay, now, it's nasty. I already said that. Many people think it looks like maybe mold spores are growing in there. Yeah, that's definitely mold. But some people are opining that it could be that it appears as though somebody tried to make macaroni and cheese in the coffee maker. It I is mean, nasty. Whatever which, it is, it's gross. Like, but I, how long I does that sit there like that? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the nasty thing you found in your hotel room? The nasty thing about that experience is that if it is the coffee pot, that's where you put the water, and water doesn't generally grow mold. Right, that's nasty. So there's so something else going did somebody on. Somebody go wee wee in the coffee Ooh, pot. That is nasty. I feel like the macaroni and cheese theory is accurate on this. I feel I, yeah. I felt like the macaroni and cheese. There's theory no macaroni. Was, that's what those chunks are in the middle. No, that's that looks like mold. Like you get those little humps. Oh, it's so gross. Humps. Six five one six four one one zero oh, seven one. I know humps. you found something nasty. So one time I went to a hotel room and mm. I put my key in the key area, and then I opened up the door. It's called a lock, but yep. yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you know, the card, whatever. I opened up the door, and do you know what I found? A dead body. An alive body. Ah! What? Wait, yes, there was a person. You were in the wrong room? No, I was in the right room. I was in the room that they checked me into and gave oh. me a key to, but the person who did not was had not checked out yet. I was like, I am That's sorry. That's creepy. I'll be walking downstairs now to ask the it's a good front thing desk. Buck naked. It's a good thing so many things weren't happening. Like that you weren't like a criminal. Right, or that they weren't a criminal, or that like somebody wasn't in the middle of getting murdered or something. I mean, so many bad things could have happened. Something was getting murdered. I see what you're talking about. Do that's, you? That's nasty. <laughs> anyway, that's nasty. I went downstairs to the front desk, and I was like, hi, I think there's been an error. There was a human in my room, and they were like, oh yeah, that person's not checking out for a while. Okay, so that was nasty. Um, I went to Chicago with a friend of mine years ago, and <laughs> we... 
I don't, are you, do you do this? Like, I don't know that I really do this anymore, but at the time we were, we made a big deal of like looking through the room because there must have been a sense that this was not like something was amiss, that something was amiss. And when we opened the toilet, oh my lid, gosh, stop. Oh, there were bits and pieces like they've not leftovers. Oh, come on. Shrapnel. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one immediately. Yes, you did. Yeah. Let's go to Chris. Hi, Chris. What what did you find in your hotel room that weren't supposed to be there? Well, I went to the Waldorf Astoria in New York on a business trip, and I went to the bathroom and turned on the lights, and there were dead bugs in the light fixture. (gasps) No, uh, that is, no, you didn't pay for that. That's nasty. That's nasty. Uh, Right? Thank you. Our group event didn't come there in the future, so. Yeah, Yeah, that was the end of that. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, you don't pay those top dollar prices to get extra bugs with your deal? Nope. Or just any bugs. Yeah. At all. Let's go to Beverly. All bugs are extra at that point. Hi, Beverly. What's the nasty thing you found in your hotel room? Well, this was a few years ago, and I also travel in business, so I see lots of stuff. I but bet. I found a penthouse with some dirty sacks and a six-pack of beer at the Fairfield Inn in Fargo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh I love that gosh. you just named and shamed. Yeah. So a penthouse magazine? And a six-pack of beer. And socks. Well, that sounds like a... That was a... I don't know. That was a party for one. I was going to say, that sounds like a teenage boy's dream. Wow. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. Thank you, Bye. Beverly. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Okay, now I yes. know that Holly has been That's getting nasty. some. Um, Holly you, has had to put a filter on some. Yeah. Because people nasty. Yeah, people tell nasty. us. You have to tell us not just the nasty, but very disturbing um, one that you got. I did get a call from a woman during the commercial break. Oof. She said she went to a motel, and I know exactly where this motel is, but I'm not going to name it. Mm hmm. But she said in a motel in the local Twin Cities area, she found a bloody 12-inch butcher knife Whoa! hidden in the room. Okay, so no. at the time that I find a knife, much less a I bloody mean, knife, I am calling 9 I think I'm to calling the 911, and I'm calling KSTP Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Yes. And I'm like posting photos on Facebook. And I'm calling and I'm my mother. A free room. Yeah, I'm calling my mother and asking her to cradle me because I am like <laughs> horrified. Oh, no. Are you yeah. serious? Is there someone still in the room under the bed? Yes. Ooh. What are you missing? Oh, I can't even. I'm. I can't even go down this road because there's a movie what, where something like that happens and the person is hidden and it's in the room. The biggest um, frustration I have when I walk or gross out factor to me is like when you find hair. Oh, yeah. Because you just know, first of all, that when you're in a hotel room, other people have been there. But you live under the impression that you you try to believe that somehow there weren't other people, like thousands of people sleeping in the same bed that you've just been in. Yeah, it is weird when you really think about that. But then you'll but thank God for clean sheets or at least hoping they're clean. Um, but then when you find hairs, that's when you're just reminded, oh, I'm not alone. You got to think about that comforter. Also, when I was in Flagstaff, Arizona. I did find some leftovers from the previous person. <laughs> what do you mean leftovers? Oh, the same kind of leftovers Doo-doo Bradley leftovers? found. Yeah, in the toilet. Mm. It was just, you know, not the whole thing, but just a little <laughs> bit. Oh my gosh. Oh. I just want to put it into context, but I was really tired and I was also depressed. So I, would I just, just flush let it, it at that no, point. I just let it ride. I was like, yeah, they'll go away eventually. I'm I not mean, gonna call housekeeping on that one. It's yeah. <laughs> 
It is. That's probably the lowest point I of my life. Called. I feel like the le- yeah, like that. Then I, I and went that, that probably ta- tapped you down another. And notch. then you ate some chicken fingers. No, yeah. actually, I ate alone at the bar at the Olive Garden down the street because oh I God. didn't want to cross the street, and then I sat alone. It was a rough spaghetti. time in yeah. your life. Wow, it really was. Yeah. Suddenly, we're doing therapy, Holly. I do feel like you've got a book about that trip home and that particular time of your life because that's not the first time you've shared something odd that happened. During that particular time. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Uh, I feel like it is the least that we ask when we check into a hotel room that like it is clean, Flushed. clean and like free of other people's excrement and bloody knives. I'm just saying the bloody knife. Yeah, I think that's a, you know, that was a little too that's much a concern. I would love to hear back from that person and hear what they did. Well, do. Also, d- did you lose them? Holly, as they were screaming. Yeah, exactly. Like, where, well, at what point the phone hung up, but I have some questions about why they were in this particular motel in the first ah, place. And point. then, you know, finding Don't that you, and then okay. the follow up after that. So we have to go, but I always, cause there are several places around town that are like the old timey motels. Mm-hmm. And you're like, who goes there? Mm-hmm. And I think I have an idea, but that's just... It, I might offer that some of them are hourly, if you're... Yeah, yeah. yeah. The motels. But yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of just transigence, period, you know, or transience, I guess yeah. is the word. Um, there, yeah. yeah. Meaning there are a lot of te- people that are not staying for very long. Yeah. Yep. For many reasons. <sighs> wow, that was... The gift that keeps on giving. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, somebody got to go get Lori because we got to get Lori in here. We are very excited. We have to welcome her into the fold. Um, She's now a full member of Team Cobra. She has gotten hip to the conspiracy that is not a conspiracy. It's just the truth as far as we are concerned that Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello are a fake relationship. It is a publicationship, all for the purpose of publicity. We're going to try to pull Lori in and we're going to give her... The gift that she has earned it is well something miraculously ha- miraculous I should say happened last night during the Lori and Julia show on the Col- well and we're going to tell you about it on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer hi basically what happened is that Lori Bargini the Lori part of Lori and Julia essentially said that we team Cobra we're right. Absolutely. She signed off on one of our just obvious, um, it's so obvious. obvious ideas about a particular celebrity publicationship that is a fake relationship, or at least a relationship that is solely created for the purpose of publicity. And that relationship was the relationship of Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. And, you know, they had criticized us on their show at one point for telling people that it was fake. Lori was buying it hook, line, and sinker. She loved to watch them make out. She was very excited about um, the beautiful relationship that the two of them had. And now Lori is joining us because Lori has seen the light. Finally! She came over to the dark side. Hi, Listen, Lori. I Hi, really got Lori. hot and horny when I saw those photos. because <laughs> We were, know you did. They're having a lot of fun kissing and making out. It's yeah. all fake, though. You see that now. No, I, I do really think that they were enjoying a friends with benefits summer relationship that just... 
You know, because those weren't Hollywood kisses. Those were real kisses. But but we never claim to know what's really going on in the hearts and minds of people. And by the way, Lori's putting on her lip oh stuff my with gosh. the most amazing uh, applicator it's ever. Carl Lagerfeld. And it lights up And has a light so that when you're in the dark, oh you need to reapply. Mm-hmm. All right. If you're Camille I Cabello. I decided to distract you two for a second. Thank you. But here's nice what try. got me worried. Or this is what, this was the... Sentence that alerted me. So, Entertainment Tonight, legitimate, like, people, right? Yes. So, she is doing an interview. Uh, she's on the cover of Young Hollywood, mm-hmm. the variety issue. And I've known Sean for such a long time, and it's so much fun getting to work and do things with somebody who means a lot to you. Okay. Then... You know, she says, it makes me uncomfortable. I have to choose being in my hotel versus being out in the pool. You know, and I thought, well, that makes sense. Because really, if you're going to have a fake summer romance and really kiss somebody and do some humping and grinding, <laughs> I'd rather do it outside <laughs> than in a room. Of course you would. And <laughs> you do. like balconies and other, you know, the, areas. The pool is so nice. It hides things that might be happening or not happening. <laughs> You know, so what was it that so finally? So here's what it is: when when a, a source told Entertainment Tonight about her quotes in this story, that Sean and Camilla are committed to working on a relationship. Yeah, there's nope. that's it. No, nope. you're like, well, that sounds like crap. So I, 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 they were originally just spending time together, having a summer fling. Mm-hmm. The source said she'd gotten out of a relationship. He was in the middle of a massive tour. <laughs> However, they've really fallen for each other. So we're yep. already getting ready for the breakup. Yeah. So, so we spotted it earlier. I know. And you were. I got very taken in. I got my, my teenage hormones. You were blinded by the makeup. With me. But now you've seen the light. And uh, as a result, yeah. Lori, we'd mm-hmm. like to present you because you are now oh. a full member of Team Cobra with a tinfoil hat to join the so Tinfoil like Hat Society. Our tinfoil hats. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. To That's just prove that in Hollywood, you know, the saying is in Hollywood, nothing is real and everyone Everybody smokes. smokes. Well, now, we're not going to make you put that on your head because of your beautiful coiffure. Thank you. We you- knew you would not put the tinfoil hat on, but we just want you to know it's there when you need it. And you guys, we're having somebody on today at 3.30, Tom O'Neill, who basically his book, 20 Years of Research, everything laid out in Vincent Bugliosi's book, Helter Skelter, Mm -hmm. as far as motive, is not true. That's fascinating. In fact, uh, there's another book, and I can't remember the name of a a woman who wrote a book very similarly about um, the The Charles Manson murders. The big story, the big takeaway, if you ever read that book, is that Terry Melcher, Doris Day's son, was the target. He used to live in that house with Candace Mm -hmm. Bergen. He said he hung out with the Manson family at the abandoned movie studio ranch, and he promised Charlie a record deal. This is all spelled out in Helter Skelter. Well, then why was Terry Melcher spotted not once but twice with Manson after the murders? And why was that suppressed from evidence at trial? Oh, see, dun, 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 she's with us. Cobra territory right now. I Lori. know. Lori. But this guy has, like, the, the suppressed evidence. I mean, he... He's done the actual work. We yeah. just have the opinions. Right. He's done the actual work. Now, That's at 3.30 today. See, I also love that Lori took the opportunity mm-hmm. for us to have you eat a little crow, and yes. you turned it into a tease for your own yeah, show. Yeah, I know it is. So that you're a professional. <laughs> She's like, I'm so good. <laughs> well, Lori. Well, just in the tin fun, but I mean, yeah, this no. is really fascinating. Yes, it is. But do you see how it's all connected, Lori? And that's what he said. Like, in Hollywood, why Manson was very 
connected? Was he was he a CIA informant? Do you Why know was why he they can't have week? their hands dirty? Yeah. So why they was he make- arrested mm-hmm. a week after the murders, and then everyone was let go, and he wasn't rearrested? Yeah. Just not that he didn't do it. He did do it. Yeah. He did. But the story that the public was told in Helter Skelter, which is the most read true crime novel of all time, by the way. Yeah. Also, just like it makes me think of Truman Capote, who very much changed uh, yes, the reality that was of the first. what actually happened. Yeah, Lori, that that, yeah. Thank welcome thank to you. Team Cobra. Congrats, Lori. Yes, welcome you're to the family. You're an conspiracy theorist. Nothing is real. Everyone smokes. We'll have to compare notes. Yes. Right. Tune in to Lori and Juliet from three o'clock all the way through your drive home. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people doing dumb things, crazy. I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. 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 We're going to Kansas first. Kansas. (sighs) Pretty much. Oh. Well, uh, so here's what had happened. Two people broke into a house in Kansas, in Mayetta, Kansas, on Friday night. Uh, The cops showed up, and they took off in a gray SUV. Mm. Uh, And the cops searched for this twosome throughout the evening on Friday night. Okay. They were not able to find them. However, they did get... They did get a, a, a call from an informant who said, I just saw the people you're looking for. They're in this other area. And the cops were like, cool, awesome, we'll go find them. So they go to find them and they flee on foot. They're not in the car anymore. They flee on foot. Cops make chase after them okay. and they apprehend the woman. Oh. But the man is still nowhere to be found. Oh. He disappeared. He disappeared. Okay. So they went searching for him. All right. In a wooded area. Turns out he had he had a plan. Oh, okay. He was gonna hide. Mm. And he was gonna hide in the mud. So he covered himself in mud. Oh, that's kind of smart though. No. Oh no, why? Because they saw him. Oh. And now he's just muddy and arrested. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you can see in his mug shots or his pictures. (laughs) See what I'm saying? Do you see him? This is him. Covered oh, yeah. in mud he when they like apprehend mud. him. Uh, didn't it didn't really... work. He didn't cover himself well enough in the mud. Uh, so he kind of was hiding in plain sight. So now they've been arrested. And that was that at night, did you say? Well, that was in the morning. They were found during the day. Okay. The so, burglary occurred at so night. I think at night, maybe you'd have a chance. But, but in broad daylight. Like you, uh, hey, there's a guy with I, mud on. I see two eyeballs uh, looking at me from inside the mud. They uh, have been, they're facing charges for burglary, trespassing, and obstruction. Okie doke. Well, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Especially where Bud is involved. Also, just gross. It probably took him like two showers to get clean. If that, I bet it was on, in all the nooks and crannies. Yeah. No, he wanted. No, but like, oh. you know, mud travels. Doesn't it? I feel like it does. It gets into places. It's not comfortable. Well, they probably uh, hosed him down real good. Because mm-hmm. they had to check things, like when you go to jail, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was where? Kansas. Kansas. Oh, that's right. Kansas. Well, we are now going to Florida. 
And in fact, we're going to a place called Maitland, Florida, which I don't think we've been to ever, really. Uh, But anyway, I want to tell you the story about Lauren Brown. Now, this is not a typical crazy stupid idiot. In this case, the crazy stupid idiot is really her child. We don't normally ridicule children on this show. Oh, no. But in this case, it's appropriate. Okay, so um, we have this woman. Her name's Lauren Brown. Now, she is a senior manager. That means she's a very... You know, important, important office job. She's a very important lady. And um, it turned out that she went to um, send an email. And in the back and forth, um, something happened which indicated, well, let's just say it didn't reflect very highly on um, Lauren Brown. Here's what had happened. I'm not even, I'll just cut to the chase. Her name got changed on her email. And her name was listed as Poop Your Pants. (laughs) So back and forth work emails are now showing her name as Poop Your Pants. All one word? Uh, No, it's like poop. Capital poop. Capital capital your. Capital capital pants. pants. And um, it's like from Jennifer Quinn to Poop Your Pants. (laughs) You know, from Bob McCracken to Poop Poop Your Pants. (laughs) And people were like, um, oh no. So, what happened to your name? And did you change it to poop your pants? No, it turns out, <laughs> oh my God. As you can probably imagine, because I told you there was a child involved. Uh, her child actually, you know how you can go to Siri yeah. and say, change my name too? Yeah. And then Siri will start, you know, referring to you as whatever name. And in this case, her child had changed the name to Poop Your Pants. That so whenever is hilarious. So whenever she did something on her phone that required her name, it would put her name as Poop Your Pants. And with the mail function on, uh, you know, Apple, she used mail. Um, oh my gosh. It just automatically changed it. So that is that just made me laugh. I literally this story, I read it yesterday and I laughed out loud and I'm like, whenever I laugh out loud, that's something we should probably share. Because can you just imagine like, you know, my important it's like just wanted to follow up on the sign rate sheet. And if there are any questions you had regarding OE, let me know if you'd like to add additional questions around OE for employees. Regards, poop your pants. (laughs) You know, what's really funny about that is I did that at one point. I changed my name on Siri, like just for funsies. Yeah. And now I can't remember what I had changed it to, but then I went back and told Siri to call me by my real name. And so when I send emails from my personal email account, they come from by my real name. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> See? That so it's basically poop your pants. It's poop your pants. Yeah, I think but we I did feel this... like by my real name is way better than poop your pants. I don't know. Is it? And Holly, I can't believe we've already gotten this far into this story and you have yet to play a poop sound. I know. Now she's busy. Oh. So she can't well, do it. I am anxiously awaiting. I will not be able to give her an opportunity to do that in this very next story because for our next story, we are going to Kentucky. And yesterday, Bradley, you'll remember, we had a record-breaking um, um, Lady Pocket incident where oh, yeah. a woman $6, had... $6,233, I think. Rolled up in her hoo-ha. Yeah, along with meth. Along with meth. But, you know, little thing it's like neither that. neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Uh, but in Kentucky, we have another... I don't know if it's a record set, but this woman is some kind of magician. Okay. 
So 28-year-old Caitlin Ollers was arrested in Kentucky on Friday night for public intoxication. And somehow, in the midst of her intoxication, she was still able to conduct the following behavior. Okay. She was handcuffed and she was put in the back of a cop car. So Mm -hmm. imagine already she's got handcuffs on. Yep. Somehow, even though handcuffed in the back of a police car, she was able to retrieve a baggie of drugs from her lady pocket, snort the drugs that she retrieved from her lady pocket, and then put the baggie back into the lady pocket before the cops got back into the car. While she was handcuffed? While she was handcuffed. I know. I was amazed, too. It kind of made me want to do one of those weird things where you try to reenact it, but then I'd have to get handcuffed. And you'd and have to also drugs in snort my bits. and snort drugs? Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. But No, um, all around My wrong. question is... Um, my question is... Yep. I'm just trying to think this all the way through. Mm-hmm. How do they know that she did that? Well, uh, thank you for asking. Um, she was... Well, I don't know how they know this. I wonder because, if there was a camera on her. Because all it says in the story was that Allers was handcuffed behind her back when she pulled a clear plastic baggie from her hernal cavity, dumped some white substance on the seat, and began to inhale it through her okay, nose. Okay, so they probably had a camera. They must yeah. have. And then she was removed from the cop car, but she had already hid the drug. Uh, They warned her that she was going to be facing an additional charge if she was found in possession of narcotics. And she, quote, then revealed that the substance was between her legs. Oh. I've heard that before, actually. Okay, you're sick. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sick. Mm Mm-hmm, okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my gosh, this is, we are leaving so early. That means we're going to have plenty of time to screw up the throwback live. Hey. Every day, every day, Bradley and I go head to head and we try to identify as many pieces of vintage pop culture audio as possible. That was okay. Yes, you did. I'm going to give you that. And uh, we see who can get to three. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 